I find it Rather striking. Okay, you find it striking that? The presumed quality of life. Okay. In third world. Okay. Oh, fuck. You, well, see, you made me lose my. Oh, oh, I. In first world. That's what I meant to say. First world okay. nations. Okay, first world nations. You, you know what? I just find it rather striking how the grass is always greener on the other side. Okay. For real. Uh-huh. There is an idea of a show. A working concept, a finished product. This is the beginning, perhaps of something great. But until we reach that goal, this is simply a big, bogus podcast. It is a very big bogus world in a very big bogus galaxy in a very big bogus universe and this is big bogus podcast. Wow. Wow. Right? Came up with that just now, did you? Y- you know I did. Uh-huh. Um um what? Well, I mean, it sounds sexy, don't it? Yeah, if you say so. And I do. Uh-huh. I I really do. Uh-huh. It sounds sexy than a motherfucker. Anyway, my name is Mighty Blackwood. Ladies and gentlemen, that hating ass motherfucker is my oh, wow. is my conscience keeping us on the straight and narrow, keeping us succinct with this show. Anyway, um, uh, I try. Yeah, that's all you can do. Anyway, uh, this is season twelve, episode three. Is that right? Uh, episode four. I said I said episode uh, four. Okay. The third quarter of twenty twenty three. Today we're going to be talking about health, fitness, and nourishment. Let us go. Let us just jump into things by stating the obvious. The obvious that is often ignored. Um, first world countries are not all they're cracked up to be. How? How? Uh-huh. How? How? How is this? How is this? Well, if we look at some of the most common things that can be um, examined or quantified, qualified from person to person, from region to region on this planet, We see that first world countries are in no way, shape or form, more, what's the word I'm looking for? Health. Uh, Healthy. Ding, ding, ding. That is exactly the word I'm looking for. Because, you see, it is very, very difficult to qualify the nature of satisfaction. And by satisfaction, I mean... Uh Uh-huh. What do you mean? Well, I... Uh I, yeah? I was hoping... Uh, you were hoping what? Motherfucker. I was hoping you would give us a definition. Oh, okay. Oh. A definition of what you mean. Oh, he's shocked. You know what? Never mind. No, 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 please. Allow no, me. No, no. Satisfaction. Fulfillment of one's wishes, expectations, or needs. You know... Or the pleasure derived from this. Y- you know, that's... No, actually, that's not exactly what I mean. You don't say. All right, you were right on this one. Anyway, it's very difficult to qualify the nature of satisfaction in the first world country as being significantly better than the nature of satisfaction in the third world country. Yeah. I put it to you that the degree to which people are satisfied in a first world country, if compared to the degree to which people are, in general, satisfied 
in a third world country, we might find that people are, by and large, less satisfied in a first world country. Let's just say nation, not even country, just a first world place. Uh, people are less satisfied because... Because what? Are you ready for this? Yes, everyone's ready. What is it? It's, it's like the whole idea of keeping up with the Joneses. The Joneses. I think I said Joneses. It really doesn't matter. Please, please, please. Uh, I'd like to think it. I, I'd like to think it does. Wow. I'd like to think it matters a little bit. At this point on this show. You know what? I think you might have a point again. Okay, so the whole idea of keeping up with the Joneses leaves people in first world countries endlessly, and I mean. Well, I, I think you mean perpetually. I thought it didn't matter what I said. I never said that. Uh huh. Um, people in first world nations are perpetually unsatisfied because there is so much more access to so many more things in comparison with a third world country that, you know, the, the possibilities for opportunities for things, is, is, they're just endless. Okay, go on. Life can be a sweet and simple thing. Okay, okay. But if you're always being teased by what is possible... Life can be quite miserable indeed. Um, if you get something or you accomplish something and your neighbor's looking on and being like, oh, I can do that too, then that neighbor is always striving for something that might not be the best fit for him or her. Right? Vice versa. Same thing. Okay. A few examples? Well, I mean, let's just use one example, right? You're in a third world nation and you have the need to get from point A to point B. And the simplest form, or the most accessible form of doing so, really, is to have a horse, right? Okay. I mean, if most people in this nation have a need to get from point A to point B, and it's a far distance, then they're all going to be striving to own a horse. But in the first world country now, nation. motherfuckers ain't striving to own a horse, they're striving to own horse power. Ah. And the variations of that are endless. You see, the strength of a nation is in its economy. It's an economy of consumption, conservation, and construction. That's all it is. And if there is no unifying principle that binds these three elements, then the nation is effectively in chaos and has no real economy whatsoever. What I'm saying is that if someone finds a better way to consume or conserve or construct... And his or her neighbor. So, okay, I'll give a specific example. If a person finds a way to breed horses, that's constructing something, right? Indeed. A way to breed the type of horses people are going to want to buy to get from point A to point B. Um, and this person is doing it well. What's going to happen? Uh-huh. What is going to happen if his or her neighbor is like, fuck... I like the way this motherfucker be breeding horses. I can do that shit too. And then the neighbor starts breeding horses. Now, this neighbor is of zero value to the person that's breeding horses because the motherfucker started breeding horses in the hopes that someone would buy those horses from him or her, right? Feel as though. Now, this fucker has competition from his or her neighbor. What value is there in breeding horses now? Now this person has to go and sell to someone outside of his own neighborhood. That ruins the fucking economy. Oh, so? Well, the motherfucking horse breeder who started this shit now has to go outside of his or her own neighborhood to try to make 
ends meet. Okay, and? And the fucker didn't start breeding horses to see who could breed the best fucking horses. The fucker started breeding horses to provide horses for motherfuckers who need horses. And the people around him or her were the original market. Now this fucker's chasing a dream of who can be the biggest, baddest horse breeder and why. Huh? Now the community that he or she started providing for is no longer on this fucker's mind. Now this fucker is thinking big picture and why. Thinking big picture totally alienates and abandons your original market. Okay. So the economy that this fucker could have been uh, a significant part of now is pretty much meaningless to him or her. Interesting. You see, first the concern is how does he or she get these horses uh, into the lives of the people within his or her own community who need them to get from point A to point B. Now the concern is, well, how do I breed the most, the best horses to compete with my fucking neighbor who started breeding horses after me? Um, because if I'm not the biggest, baddest horse breeder in town, then that motherfucker's gonna be. So the concerns go from how do I provide for the people I intended to provide for, uh, it goes from that to how do I be the number one horse breeder? And trust me when I say, if you're concerned about being the biggest and the baddest, you really don't care about who is buying from you or why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you, you might be like, oh, let me breed these horses because they're good for this terrain. Indeed. But then you're like, you know what? Fuck the terrain. Why not sell horseshoes so then my horses could be on any terrain uh, when people buy them? You know what? Matter of fact, let me sell fucking uh, bridles. Indeed, indeed. Let, let me sell bits and reins. Naturally. Stirrups, saddles, blankets. Motherfucker. Let me sell everything that goes with a horse because people are going to need those. And if they're buying those, then my business will grow bigger than the next motherfucker beside me because he wants to be in competition. You know what? Let me sell fences for horses. Let me sell the land that you might want to keep your horses on let me sell you know what let me develop tractors you know what let me develop cars in a nutshell if your neighbor breeds horses you should find a way to be the best horse purchaser wait 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 what can not the idea of a neighbor be fused completely with the idea of a nation. I mean, yeah, but we're not talking macro scope, we're talking micro. Everything that happens within a nation. Let us focus on that. If within a nation, a little community, even, your neighbor is the best horse breeder, and you have means to purchase those horses you should not focus on also breeding horses just because you know breeding horses is a thing you should focus on being the best horse purchaser oh and why is that because at least if you're the best horse purchaser you're adding value to the economy within your community you are a segment of that three segmented wheel of Consumption, conservation, and construction. A motherfucker's already constructing horses for sale. So why in the fuck would you also... Okay, you know okay, what? Okay, relax. Take it easy. Really? Uh, I'm supposed... <sighs> okay. If everyone is focused on breeding horses within a small community, then those motherfuckers are of zero value to themselves, which means the community is therefore completely dependent on 
other communities. So they're, 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 they're of no, you, well, they're of little use value to each other is what I'm trying to say. Okay, okay. Because of this incomplete uh, system of consumption, conservation, and construction within the community, if whatever community elsewhere decides simply to stop purchasing these fucking horses that this one community is so adept at breeding, uh, this community will be fucked because they're going to have an excess of horses and no one to sell them to. Um, if they figure out how to, how, to, how to sell to themselves and make use of the horses themselves, then they would find, oh, maybe we don't need so many fucking horses. Maybe we can stop selling these goddamn horses and focus on something else, right? Maybe we can stop breeding these things and focus on something else that we need. And then they develop themselves internally that way. But no, now they're all fucked because they're all focused on one thing that they don't need anymore. You see, self-satisfaction, and I know that sounds terrible, but self-satisfaction within a community is all important because it focuses the mind on simplicity. What do I need to consume? What do I need to conserve? What do I need to construct? Okay. I already said, for self-satisfaction. Okay, indeed. Once you figure out how to live a satisfying life on a day-to-day -day basis, you take a look around and you're like, how the fuck do I keep this shit going perpetually? Right, right, right. If you don't figure that shit out, however, you'll just be chasing something that you'll never achieve because you don't know what you're fucking looking for. You're just trying to keep up with other people. And that, my friends, is not healthy at all for the individual, for the community, for the nation, for anyone. It is not an economic life. It seems to follow. In my humble opinion, nowhere on the planet are people less satisfied on a day-to-day -day basis uh -huh. when it comes to personal and professional development. Uh -huh than in first world nations at least in a third world nation if you're just trying to make your basic human needs met you know exactly what your limitations are and you wake up in the morning you go meet your needs and then you go to bed in a first world situation goddamn there's just so much to chase you will never be satisfied at all Side, yeah, it is, especially when everyone in your nation <laughs> spends all their time ripping out the grass and replacing it with concrete. Listen, you don't see third world people vacationing in first world nations. Think about that shit. There is an idea of a show, a working concept, a finished product. This is the beginning, perhaps of something great. But until we reach that goal, this is simply a big, bogus podcast. You know, the health and the fitness and the nourishment of a nation, of a community, of a person really and truly, depends entirely on the ability of such nation, community, or person to satisfy its or his or her needs. Now, if you can't see a way to satisfy those needs, then all you're doing is chasing something that doesn't exist.